Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Conversations podcast channel. Our Seasons of Planning series of conversations continues today with a look at some considerations you should be mindful of during the spring season. Uh, joining me for the conversation, glad to welcome back Ainsley Carbone, Total Wealth Strategist Americas, as well as Katie Williams, Discovery Strategist Americas, both from the UBS Chief Investment Office. So Ainsley, Katie, welcome back. Happy spring to you both and looking forward to our conversation today. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Dan. Absolutely. So Ainsley, to start off, perhaps we can focus on estate planning for a few moments. And our conversations around estate planning, they often focus on managing estate tax liability, but that shouldn't be the only focus. So what are the other objectives of estate planning? Thank you, Dan. So obviously managing estate taxes is, of course, important because if you don't take the time and consider the tax impact of your decisions, it could lead to less after-tax wealth for your children or your grandchildren or your philanthropic goals. But ultimately, the reason it's important to set aside time for estate planning, regardless of the amount of wealth that you have, is because you need to make sure that your family will be, take, will be taken care of when you pass away later in life or if you pass away prematurely, and you want to make sure that your assets go to the people and organizations who you want to receive them and in the way in which you want them to receive them. So obviously, this is not at all a pleasant thought process or a fun conversation to to have, but if you don't take the time to make decisions now while you're alive and well, you risk someone else making those decisions for you. Thank you, Ainsley. So, Katie, as a follow-up, why is it important to review your estate plan on an annual basis? Well, you know, it's natural for a family circumstances to change throughout the year. And so, reviewing your estate plan at least every year can help make sure that your existing plan is still in line with your family's current needs, wants, and wishes. So, as you're going through this process, there's some questions you can start with that will help make sure you have any new circumstances incorporated. So, for example, um, are there any new family members that maybe a child or a grandchild, niece, nephew, or even a new in-law? New family members could lead to new beneficiary designations, and that's something you want to review every single year. You may want to look at some new causes that you care about and whether or not you want to integrate that into your planning. Um, and also, one very important thing to consider is assets you've either sold or acquired. Um, many times we will acquire new assets, and we don't think about the fact that they may need to be protected from creditors, and this is what your estate plan can accomplish. Katie, as our listeners might know, long-term care services, those can be a major expense for one's family. And if you don't have the resources to pay for professional help, the burden of care may end up falling on one's family. As Ainsley had alluded to, planning for long-term care, it's never an easy conversation. So, Katie, how do you suggest investors start the planning process? Dan, you're right. I mean, from my experience, this is one of the most difficult conversations that when you're talking with clients and they don't necessarily want to have this conversation. But it's because of that that we suggest you start by addressing the most difficult questions. For example, who do you want to have care for you should you be in this position? Is it a family member, either your spouse or children? Are they aware of that? Or do you want to go and and have a professional, whether it be a skilled nursing facility, excuse me, a skilled nurse or a professional? 
um, then you want to think about where do you want to receive that care. So it may be in the home or if you may want to go to an assisted living facility or some other specialized care location. Um, once you know those and you've talked about that with your advisor, they can give you some idea of what the average cost of care may look like. And at that point, that's when you can really think about how am I going to fund this expense? So will I be designating assets? And if not, do I want to look to purchase long-term care insurance? And that's where your advisor is able to come in and help you understand how to structure the policy and what your options are. Well, thank you, Katie, for the guidance. And to underscore your latter point there, of course, having that conversation with one's financial advisor is a very uh, constructive start to this process. So, Ainsley, what options do investors have to help them learn more about personal finance and investing? So there are three options that I'd like to highlight. First, for starters, if you're working, check to see if your employer offers a financial wellness program. The details certainly can vary from one employer's program to the next, but they typically give you access to budgeting and savings tools, financial education courses, among many other features. The second option to take a look at would be UBS's financial education website. It's a website that's available to both clients and prospects, and you can find it by going to ubs.com forward slash the code. It features over 30 interactive modules that can help you learn more about topics such as home ownership, creating budgets, estate planning, and more. And then the third option I'd like to highlight will be to leverage the relationships you have with your financial advisor and share with them the topics that you're interested in learning more about. Thank you, Ainsley. So, Katie, before we close out, can you expand a bit on that third option Ainsley had mentioned? How can investors leverage their relationship with their financial advisor to learn more about their finances? Of course. You know, it's very important to be open with your advisor and let them know where you questions or what you may still want to learn about. Your relationship with your advisor is always a two-way street where they want to hear from you. Um, many times, there's maybe you don't understand what they've explained and they would be more than happy to explain it in a different way. Um, because of the fact that planning can be... Um, a, a fairly intensive pro process, we find that the most successful plans are when everyone at the table is engaged. They're engaged in the creation of the plan, the monitoring of the plan, and the updating of the plan. And so for that, always make sure that you're telling your advisor things that interest you, things that maybe you want to learn more about. They can always point you to resources at UBS that can help you learn more and therefore become more engaged in the plan. Katie Ainsley, thank you very much for dropping by UBS Conversations to shed some light, provide some guidance on this very important topic. And I will point out to our listeners, our clients, the season of planning, spring edition, that piece now available up on UBS.com forward slash CIO for everyone's reference. Though, Ainsley, Katie, thank you again for joining us and for sharing your insights today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Neither UBS, Financial Services, Inc., nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances.
UBS Wealthway is an approach incorporating liquidity, longevity, legacy strategies that UBS Financial Services, Inc. and our financial advisors can use to assist clients in exploring and pursuing their wealth management needs and goals over different time frames. This approach is not a promise or guarantee that wealth or any financial results can or will be achieved. All investments involve the risk of loss, including the risk of loss of the entire investment. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.